Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of Russell Podcast. Today we are in conversation with our Head of European Admissions and Teacher of German, Dr. Doman. We're so glad to have you with us today. Thank you, Kai. Thank you so much for, thank you so much for being with us today. Now, you've been at Russell for more than 20 years. Yes. What a legacy. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. You're, you're well known around school by pretty much everybody, whether they uh, are taught by you or not. Um, what has changed over all those years that you've been here? Well, I mean, God, where to start? I mean, what hasn't changed? I mean, it's almost my 23rd year. And of course, um, it's my almost 30th year in England. So a lot has changed. And of course, every new head brings new ideas. Um, the school was smaller when I started. Uh, it was international then, which was brilliant. And one of the reasons I came. Um, and of course we didn't have, we used to play football, but we didn't have a football academy, we didn't have a golf academy, we didn't have a sports centre of that ilk, so a lot has changed in the building sense, lots of refurbishments and all that. And of course the IB, which I love particularly as modern strength for strength. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So um, um, speaking of the IB actually, uh, we, we may as well continue with that. Mm -hmm. um, for, 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 some, for some people listening, they probably won't be too aware of what the IB Diploma is. Would you like to give a brief summary of why we offer the IB, what, the, what it roughly consists of, and some of the advantages, yeah. perhaps? I mean, Russell was one of the first schools in the UK to adopt it. We are school 1045 in the whole world to start the IB Diploma, so we were very early. We started in 1998, and some of the first 16 are still coming to OR dinners, so 16 IB students in the first year, 98. To 2000 and one of them I believe was here just the other week uh, showing the school to his wife so we obviously oh, left wow. a lasting <laughs> impression on him. It's brilliant because it's a good mixture of the systems you have in the continent and the rest of the world and A-level. A-level you only do three subjects, with the IB you do six. In Germany in the distant past I did ten. So it's a very good <laughs> balance to strike and you cannot just choose any subject you like. You have to have a balance of subjects, you are able to have the depth of study, you have the breadth of subjects, so you learn how to write essays, you know how to do your research, and it's not for nothing that the Times, even the Times, a few years ago, called the IB the new gold standard. It makes you study literature, it makes you study a language, it makes you study science and math and humanity, and it makes for marvellously rounded human beings who are well prepared for university and whatever else university and life could throw at Well, you. I myself have gone through the journey of studying UAB for nearly two years now, <laughs> with the joy of being taught uh, German literature by Dr. Doman. And I think that brings us on to perhaps uh, the next topic. Literature and modern foreign languages as such, um, what, what's the point, what's the place of them, what's the importance of them in uh, today's world? Well, Perhaps start with uh, modern foreign languages. I was about to say, maybe I'll yeah. start with the languages. Well, I think, I mean, I'm a German living in the UK and I've lived here since 1993. And I think languages open the world. Whether you travel for tourism, whether you travel for business, whether you want to live somewhere else. Sometimes people say, oh, everybody speaks English, why should I learn a foreign language? And something that I found very interesting when I started working in this country at university down in London... We had many students from Latin America, from Southern Europe, and those who had more than one language were snapped up 
at the end of the course. They found it much easier, they were much more employable, and it's so important to be able to speak languages. And you can have these language skills at various levels. I mean, my English is pretty good by now, after all these years. But One I might have... say so, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> but, I mean, my French, when I was at school, was always better. Right. And then, when I lived in London, I got a bit bored, I started learning Spanish. And all these languages are at different levels. Absolutely, and because the yeah. books of my favourite author were never translated in any speedy way, I started reading Italian. So they're not at the same le um, level, but having all these different languages at different levels, I think is a I think at thing. this point it's worth saying that you do speak seven languages well, to a more or less fluent level, which I think is incredibly impressive. So uh, uh, which, which are those and how would you rank them from perhaps your most favorite to your least favorite or uh, your fluency levels among them and how you got to learn them and what motivated you to do so? I don't speak all of them. I mean, German, of course, is my mother tongue and teaching people like you make, make sure that I don't start <laughs> speaking English and continue with my German. And then I would say English is, of course, my second language. And then um, I did university diplomas in French and Spanish, so I would say they're about similar. I read Italian, I wouldn't normally speak it, but I understand when it's being spoken or mm. I, can, I can read it. Um, I also had to do Latin at school, which wasn't necessarily very popular at the time, but brilliant in retrospect. I had to do um, Biblical Greek at university. Um, we also had a lovely little group of people at university with a professor who was A, into theatre, and B, into Jewish literature. So we had a group where we taught ourselves Jewish, uh, Yiddish, which is interesting because it's based on medieval German, and we were okay. It's spelled in Hebrew letters, but right. based on medieval German. So we were okay as long as the words were based on German. When they started going Hebrew, Polish, Russian, we were less okay. But that was quite an interesting experience. So, so that's obviously incredibly impressive. But uh, uh, not just that, you also uh, have a doctorate in... Uh, Comparative literature. In, exactly. Um, you, you studied another thing at university as well. I studied, in the first instance, I studied German and theology to become a teacher. And I quickly realised I didn't necessarily want to be an IS teacher. And uh, at my university they had the course in comparative literature and that sounded absolutely marvellous to look at the international influences of different cultures and how they influence each other. And I started studying that. So I did then my first state exam in RS and German and did my doctorate in comparative literature. Incredibly impressive, well. <laughs> uh, and and something that I must say, uh, all the people that you taught throughout the years will will I'm sure agree, uh, pops up every now and then uh, in lessons when you pick up when 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 we read certain texts and then Doctor Doman comes up and says, oh well, and now it's very important to realise how this is actually an intertextual reference to this specific bit of the Bible and, and how that links to something else and we all sit there and we go like, oh yeah, we all thought exactly <laughs> that just now. Uh, and and you, you sit there and, as if it was like, you know, something that one should obviously pick up on. Well, so. I mean, you, gain, you gain some general knowledge with older age as well, don't you? I'm still quite young. But, I mean, the Bible, it's a literary text. And many things in literature, and we're coming possibly to literature now, are reference. They are referencing the Bible, they are referencing other authors, they are referencing Greek mythology. 
and I think it's important to try to get you understand to, to understand what these references are and how it all hangs together and, and I think it's quite can be quite exciting. Not everybody may agree, but <laughs> on that then, yes. what do you think is the place of literature in the modern world following the same kind of format yeah. of question? Well I think well I've I'm I always loved reading. I think I'd read through the parish library when I was eight or nine years old and there was nothing left for me to read. But I wow. think it opens different worlds. I mean if you wanted to learn about let's say Sicily, you could do worse than reading novels by Shasha or Camilleri. If you wanted to know about George in England, Jane Austen is your ticket. So literature opens new perspectives. You Absolutely. think about things you have not thought about before and it makes you understand things in a different, at a different level to a history book. So I think knowing history is important, but having the literature, literature from different countries, literature from different times, from different authors, I think is very important for, well, for people, for their understanding, for their perspectives, for their critical thinking, because we analyse literature. Which brings us back to okay. the IRB. Yes, Critical it does. thinking, one Absolutely, of the yes. seven or eight or whatever yes. they are, uh, points of yes. inquiry. Um, so, so you're referencing that the study of literature is fundamentally composed of uh, knowing bits of history, bits of other languages, bits of religious references and so on. So would you say to an extent literature is actually an interdisciplinary uh, subject? It is and it isn't. Of course our focus is analysing the literature and looking at the stylistic devices and doing all that in great detail. But it encompasses all these other things. And I think that's why literature is so exciting and why even people like you, who are much more interested in science <laughs> than in literature, can sort of put your analytical head on and get Absolutely, some pleasure yeah. from finding out how something is being said or how something has been hidden in a text and try to dig that out. And I mean, that's a skill you need everywhere in everyday yeah. life. I mean, you read the paper and think, really, is that true? Do I have to think about that? What are they trying to, to sell me here? And that skill, these skills you get from your literature course. Uh, you do carry a, quite the legacy around. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Going to even big-headed. Yeah, and, and let's face it, most people have probably not been taught by you, um, but still everybody seems to know who you are. And, uh, scary. <laughs> oh, I, I, sometimes people come to me and they're like, oh yeah, Dr. Dome, yeah, she's brilliant. I'm like... How, how do you know? You, you, you don't do German literature. You don't do German. Um, but you do, you do carry this legacy around, uh, I guess, for, for one part, because you've been here so long. I think, well, I think there's only one person who's been here longer, which is Mrs. Lee, and two people who've been here the same number of years. That's Mrs. Williams and Mr. Fairhurst. And I think the rest... So when did Mr. McNabb join? Because just now at Russell Scott Talon, you were saying how oh, he taught Tom Gregory. So oh God, I don't and, know and Tom, Tom Gregory would have would have left. I've I've no idea, but he hasn't been here twenty three years now. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, OAS, you have OAS like the one who visited the other week, coming back. We are hoping to have our first post COVID OR dinner in Germany and of course in, in Munich. In Munich yeah. Yes, I believe you're coming. I I will be, as I will be an old Wesleyan by then. So I'm very much looking forward to excellent. that. Absolutely. And they all come back and say, we had a really good and important time. It has really taught us important things. I've learned how to learn. I wasn't the person I was when I came 
compared to the person that left. And I Absolutely, think that is yeah. really, I mean, you can, I mean, you've been here five years. Yeah. You came My in year nine, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, you see how people develop and that's absolutely, absolutely lovely. It's one of the massive benefits and the massive positives of, of being in a school like that. On that lovely note, thank you so much for being on Russell's uh, podcast and we hope to have you again one day. Thank you so much. You're welcome.